HoPolitikin.com. Yeah, yeah. Hustle smarter, not harder. Let me get this straight. You are hustling backwards. <laughs> Step your game up. San Diego, what's good? It's your boy, Young Meatbuck. Don't speak much to keep the thing tucked. You already know. Starbucks and all that. We got to stand up. It's your boy, one half of the Gunners, right here with my man, Poe Politicking, as we do. You know, we build it right here on the Poe Politicking show. Holla back. The rock. That's no dough. Matter of fact, that's whole dough. I made that when I transported. Back and forth, taking no dough. Rolex, rose gold. My neck, so cold. She seen that. Quarter chill. V in black. Quarter mill. Real shop at Savarone. 60 down for the road. Drop top, corn flow. This is not affordable. Wrist cold. Caught the flu. Cartier said quarter two. She sucked dick. Swallowed it. My watch still said quarter two. Dip set. Young money. Niggas know that that money grown. Wanna talk to me? You better talk to me from that pool deck of my summer home. Yeah, yeah, my summer home. Pool deck with like a hundred on. Who's a threat? Got a cool neck of my jewels wet like a thunderstorm. Hey. Tracks. Play 
around, I let you down. 60 racks on your cap, nigga. I pull up in that motherfucking fan. What up, boy? This one goes out to all my niggas. Okay. 60 racks on My diamonds blue like Tukey Brag. Try to jack in that Thule blast. Got a lot of racks in my Louis bag. And my pockets fat like Stewie's bag. This 3D, Nazi, BMP, don't say it wrong. My patience sharp with my cake long. And I be in the hood like Trayvon. Credit card black like Acorn. American Express with the hate on. I'm ballin' like LeBron. And you ballin' like LeBron. Fuck talking, I'm on the grind. I mean all night like a late shift. Serve fiends but never was a waitress. I'm great bitch and you basic. That street shit, I brought back. Weak shit, the teeth ain't off that. In the back seat with an athlete, getting more head than a ball cap. No racist, but I'm an all black. The rim black and the call black. And you know, all top this new off the lot, motherfucker. I don't never need a call fake. Hey, I'm all about that motherfucking thing. What up? 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 Uh, welcome to another edition of Poe Politicking. You know, Politicking with Poe. You know, uh, como estas? Muy bien y tú. Um, I like that joint right there. That's that 60 Racks, that remix with Jim Jones, Lil Wayne, Cameron, 3D, and Nati. I had to let it breathe because I had to, I wanted to hear Nati's part. You know, she's a past guest of the Pope Politic. And she, she getting out there. I heard she's working with uh, Missy and Timberland a little bit now. So she getting out there. So I'm glad to see her doing her thing. And I don't know who 3D is. I guess 3D the one that's singing. I hit a little, you know, the Max B wavy swag in there, though. Dude sound like Max B, so shout out to Max B. And then um, shout out to some of my homies, my homie Amani at MurphNater.com, Art LeBeau the podcasting, my homie C-Town at TurboCity.net, and ExureSuccess.com. And also shout out to my homie Mr. No Good. That's the, that's the homie. He kind of, man, he has some really dope podcasts. His podcasts are kind of like, you know, just about it's life. So make sure you go check him out, MrNoGood.com. You know, he was kind of like one of the first uh, black podcasters. So he's been doing this for a while. He kind of inspired me to do his thing. Gave me a shout out on the show. So I appreciate that. So make sure you go check him out. Yep. And then make sure you go to my website, PoePolitikin.com. That's P-O-P-O-L-I-T-I-C-K-I-N. People be tripping on their name. People be like, Poe Potluckin'. I don't know. They be missing the name up. But it's Poe Politic. Like I said, my last name is Poe. And we politic on this show. We just chop it up, you know, about people's career. You know, success secrets. And, you know, politic. Chop it up. And um, today's guest, you know, unique guest. You know, first guest with me and him have the same name. So... That's weird. I, you know, I always see him. We were Facebook friends and all that. And I always see his name scrolling down. Chris Porter. His name Chris Porter. But his uh, stage name, per se, is C. Poe. So, he's very energetic. Uh, Caramit. Car- um, got a lot of charisma. And um, he has that it factor. So, make sure you check him out on, um, you know, YouTube, too. So, you can see his videos. Check him out. See what I'm talking about. But, yeah, that's today's guest. And um, before we get into that interview... Uh, you know, we got to go into the, you know, self-help psychology part a little bit. So what I want to talk about today is, you know, especially if you listen to this right now, you know, it's obvious that you listen to, you know, music or audios or podcasts. And, you know, if you listen to music a lot, you know, in your car, wherever you listen to, make sure sometimes, you know, turn the music down and put an audio book in there. So, you know, you can get audio books on iTunes, you know, any anything you want to read, you know, learn about is on you know, audiobook format, so that's a good way, you know, a lot of people don't have time to actually read, so if you're in your car driving, you got a long commute, 
you can um, listen to audiobooks. I know I get a lot of audiobooks in um, the self-help psychology field. That's my thing. So I probably got like two, like 100 C, 100 book CDs, books. I got like two books of those full audiobooks. So I get a lot of them. And I know uh, Russell Simmons has a good audiobook I like it. Do You. So I like that one. That's one of my um, favorite books. He has an audiobook of that. So there's a lot of audiobooks you can get that I like. Anything you type up pretty much is audiobook format. So make sure you, you know, start doing that. You got to turn your car to a library on wheels, you know. You can learn. Take advantage of learning in your car. Okay, so we're about to go into the interview with the homie C-Pole. So sit back, relax, and, you know, enjoy yourself and do what you do. And make sure, you know, wherever you're listening to this app, Mixcloud, if it's uh, Podomatic, iTunes, wherever you're hearing this app, make sure you rate it. If you have any comments for me, you can um, go to the contact section on my website, popolitikin.com, or you can email me at popolitikin.gmail.com, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you can hit me up. All right, so sit back, relax, and enjoy yourself. I will holler. <laughs> Popolitikin.com. Welcome back to Popolitikin. I'm now politicking with C. Poe. How you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Everything's good on this side. Chill, man. And like as I was telling you, I interviewed probably over 200 guests, and you're the first guest with the same name as I. So. <laughs> That's what's, your, what's your middle name, though? Middle name is Q. Q? What's your middle name? Jordan. Joy, no, so my fiancé, so that's the, we, we got that going different. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know about your background and just let us know, you know, how you fell in love with music. How did it all happen? Um, wow. Well, I, I fell in love with music. You could say it's been forever. I mean, uh, since I was four, I was, I was playing the piano, the drums. I played the saxophone. Uh, when I was in elementary school, I was in the choir, so I've always been in music in some sort of fashion. Um, never knew exactly what I wanted to do, because I know what instrument I wanted to play or whatever like that. But uh, as I got older, uh, I ran into producing and started making beats, and that's what I did first. I was trying to produce and put all those instruments and different sounds together, uh, you know, to create songs and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, uh, I started making beats uh, for people around the way. Uh, and then I started making beats for myself, and the rest is history. Okay. As far as, uh, I want to hear about your, what you say your style is. You know what? That's, that's the question that always got me stumped. I usually tell people to, to listen and tell me, because I don't really know. <laughs> I, d- I definitely always have energy in my music. I'm always uh, some somewhat, I guess you could say, somewhat a little up-tempo, always with energy, but, you know, I do have other songs that are more relaxing, but... I don't know. I don't know the definition to exactly what my style is. Okay, so with this hip hop potluck we have per se, I want to know what do you feel you bring to the table that separates you from all the other MCs? Um, I think I, what I bring to the table that's different is is basically the the capability of being playing both sides and not doing it because. I'm doing it on purpose, meaning, put it like this, I got I got pop songs, and I got rap songs, hip-hop songs. Now, a lot of people do that because they're trying to cross over, or they're trying to have a broader mass of people like this stuff instead of just the hood or maybe just the hip-hop fans, but it just happens to be that 
I grew up with people from the hood rapping around me, but at the same time, I'm Trinidadian and dance music and, and energy and music that's up tempo is in my blood, and that's also what I like. So, because of me loving both types of music, I'm capable of creating both, and they're both authentic to me, not something I'm manufacturing and hope that both sides, mass people like it. So, I think that's what sets me apart. Okay, so speaking of loving each type of music, I wanted you to talk about some of your influences as far as music, people that inspire you. Oh, wow. A lot of people inspire me. I mean, uh, Michael Jackson. I, didn't, I When I was younger, I didn't start with hip-hop. Like most people say, you know, hip-hop didn't catch me from the beginning. It was Michael Jackson that kept me from the beginning. It was Prince that caught me from the beginning. Um, uh, everybody, like Kanye, to me, he, he does it the best as far as being a rap artist when it comes to the actual music, the sounds around him, the building and the context and the content of each song and stuff like that. Just not empty rap with a hard beat. Um, but it is, I can go on and on. Uh, you know, the Jay-Z, even, even some of the music, Bob Marley, stuff that has nothing to do with the rap. I just, I love music, so. And who are some, some new school people um, you like that you, you know, probably like to work with in the future? I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you would count them as new school, but I know the people I would like to work with because I know they offer something that I can't get elsewhere would be Andre 3000. I know there's only one of him and you can't get nothing like it from any other mm. rapper right now. So, you know, most people jump on the biggest rappers right now, but I try to jump onto the things that would add to my music that I can't get from another person. So Andre 3000, incredible. Um, you know, Jay-Z is just epic, but it's more so because he's Jay-Z. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think Kanye would be incredible, not so much just because of his rapping, but what we would create together musically, is, you know, uh, the sound with whatever beat we're going to be on and, and the creativity, I think that would be big. And, uh, yeah, so. Okay, now, outside of music, what are some of the things you like to get into? Man, I, I, I like to have it outside of music. I don't really <laughs> have too much of that, <laughs> being, being that... All, all I do if I'm not making music or, or making a beat for me to rap on or being my own manager and booking shows and, and doing other stuff, you know, it's sports. I'm either playing football with my people or playing basketball with my people just to let off some of the steam from always being trapped in the studio. All right, and what are some of your current projects? Because I saw you got the mixtape of the year coming out. Yeah, Modi's already out. Um, came out the end of June, I believe June 21st when Modi come on that's my that's my big project right now that's what I'm pushing um, and that's my life right now getting back to as many humans as possible right now in, in every type of avenue so. I'm say, what can they what can the uh, listeners expect when they listen to it what, what kind of feel they gonna get um no, there's a bunch of different feels on it but mostly in my opinion I think Modi is an incredible song uh, uh, mixtape to drive to there's a lot of music you zone out to um, a lot of music that makes you feel. I do have a couple of joints that are more up-tempo, maybe, you know, in the club joints, but most of it is, is taking you through my journey of me, my everyday life, my feelings. But it's just zone out music, driving music, uh, basically in that vein. All right. And how long would you say you've been making music so far, professionally? I would say professionally, I would say... Wow, I got two answers to that. Seriously, I've been making music since 2007. Pro 
professionally, I would say I've been making music since 2010. And so what's the, okay, that's, oh, that's a good question I got for you. What's the switch? Like, what's the switch when you be like, okay, I'm making them professionally? Like, what's the, you know, so well, what's the you, that's, That was a great question in the first place, adding the word professional, because just because you do something to mean you're a professional at it. You know what I'm saying? I know 20,000 people who play basketball, but none of us are professional right. or, or even a professional athlete. So I was making music since 2007 for myself. Um, but, you know, uh, the sounds I was using were primitive or old. I didn't know that. I had a Triton keyboard. I'm just learning, getting into the game. Was I publishing stuff? Did people like it? Yes. Was it still professional? No. Um, 2010 is like really when I started getting rounded as a person who could put together songs the right way uh, with the right sounds. And still, when I look back at it, I was still growing. I was still on the level of some people who are on, but I was still growing. As far as a rapper, I can honestly tell you that beginning this year changed my life as far as lyrical content and what I'm capable of doing. I'm much better than I was a couple of years ago and it wasn't from practice. It was basically from not practicing and not thinking and letting my subconscious and my inner thoughts write the music instead of trying to rhyme and rap about certain things and I feel like that's where I came from, you know, being professional. You know, that's when I started being professional and not just, you know, making music. We got, like I said, we got to go on the psychology tip a little bit because I heard a key word. Um, you talking about subconscious, so I was gonna say like, if you had an artist listening right now, how can you like reach that? You know what I'm saying? Like, how can you? Because I always try to and let it. But, but you know, okay, I would say this. I don't like to say 50 percent and give you a percentage because I don't know. Let's just say half and half, but I don't know what the percentage really is. When you're rapping or doing anything in life. You need to get better at it. If you, you, it doesn't even matter if you're a teacher. There's things you learn to make you a better teacher. And yes, practice does make you better at whatever you do. So if you're writing and you're rapping, yes, practice does make, make you better rapper. But the reason why there's a million rappers and there's only certain people that have that thing, like you think Jay-Z's incredible, but it's not because he's practicing. It's because, one, he has the confidence and, he's, and he knows he's incredible and he believes himself. But it's his subconscious writing for him. It's not him there with a pen and pad thinking about what would be hot to say or what rhymes with this or how should I say this about the hood where I'm from. It's him basically closing his eyes and letting his experiences that are jammed in his mind and his subconscious leak out. It's controlled once it comes out. But that's what makes him so great. That's what makes Eminem so great. It's almost like they're sleeping and giving you their subconscious thoughts that are uncontrolled in their brain coming out, but they control them when they're on the way out. Because when you think too much, it is, is when everything goes wrong, at least for me. That's how I feel. Yeah, that's deep. And I always feel like, I don't know, I feel like, like how you said it, I feel like when you let that happen, it's kind of like you're just letting, like, uh, I believe subconscious is God, so I believe it's like you're taking, letting God take control. I know that might be too deep for just rapping, though, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like you, you just take that. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right. So, we were talking about this a little bit, but I just want to, you know, we were talking about advice for rappers, but what advice would you give aspiring artists, some more advice besides what we just talked about? Um, I mean, 
work on your craft. And, and I think the biggest talent I have is, is knowing what's good and knowing what's bad, regardless if it's me or not. Being able to look from the outside in on yourself. Because you may think something is hot, or you may think what you rapped about it, it was dope, and, but you're in yourself. You're in your zone, you're in your spot, you're in your own head. Being able to mm. looking at yourself as you would look at another rapper. Because you might see, there's so many times you hear someone say, yo, uh, 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 Lil Wayne didn't kill, didn't kill that. He said that, that he said some crazy stuff. That wasn't hot. I'm like, yeah, but that happens to you all the time. You're in your own shell. If you could step out and look at yourself and critique yourself like you would critique, uh, critique a complete stranger, oh. that 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 gives you way more power because now you know what you now you know exactly what you're putting out and you know exactly how it's going to affect the ears of the listener. Yeah, that's real tough right there. So what are what are some of your goals? You know, I guess your top three goals you're trying to get accomplished uh, for your career next year or so. Right. Well, right now the number one top goal is to get my mixtape Modi, uh, mixtape to the of the year out to as many people as possible in any type of way possible. Whether it be hand to hand, whether it be the blogs on the internet, whether it be more television, whether it be anything radio interviews, whatever, getting that out because I know the strength that it has um, not only because of how I believe in it, but the feedback it's been getting from every aspect, whether it be the suburbs or the hood, it's been getting so much incredible feedback. I feel bad about it not being out more and I'm going to do everything possible to push it as far as I can. Um, my second goal is I guess recently for the first time got um, real professional management. I'm just trying to work on that situation and get that situation Situation, uh, 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 the business side is flowing really well, so uh, we can close in on some of these labels. Um, actually, that should be the third one. The second one should be, uh, you know, getting myself out more and uh, you know, out the studio and start to get in front of people and perform more. I just did a concert for myself. I have another one coming September 28th, and uh, I don't like, you know, this is a conversation getting to, but I don't like doing showcases, and that could be one of my advices to upcoming artists. You, I've seen people do hundreds and hundreds of showcases and be not as popular as they were, or the, as popular as they were three months ago. I think the key is to build your own fans, even if it's a hundred people. If you have a hundred people like your music, get them, find some place to put them, get them there, perform for them, blow them away, let them go out into the world and spread what they just heard and saw, and they'll multiply. What's up, man? And what would you like to uh, tell your fans, people that have been supporting you so far? I mean, I'll tell my fans, thank you for being fans in the first place. And, uh, you know, I got more coming. We got more concerts. We got more music. Uh, we have more, a lot more entertainment. And uh, thank you. You know what I'm Excluding your friends and family, who would you say your number one fan is? Excluding my friends and family. Who is my number one fan? Oh. Good question. <laughs> um, who's my friends and family? Who is my number one I don't know. Probably, probably a crazy girl on Twitter who, who draws her my name and my mixtape all over her chest and stuff like that. Sends weird pictures, and I don't respond to her. Probably my number one fan. All right, all right, man. So I appreciate you coming through politics with me. I say I appreciate you coming through politics with me. Thank you. I appreciate being here. Yeah, no problem, man. Is there anything that we didn't cover that you like to get out? I know. I think we got it all. 
right. September 28th is Friday. It's going down again. Concert in, in New Jersey, North Brunswick. Uh, a lot of fun, and that's it. Mixtape Media and Moldy's out right now. My website is cpomusic.com, c-p-o-music.com, and I think we cleared everything. All right, and um, I got a couple of your tracks. I want you, I want you to talk about a little bit before we play them. I got that "Keep Loving Me" and "King," so I want you to talk about both of them. Then we're gonna go into them. I keep uh, "Keep Loving Me" is 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 the star track on Modi says the people. Um, I actually, uh, it's two separate beats. Uh, I actually cut the beats up. I chopped each beat up. I put them together made one monster orchestra of a, of a track. It's smooth, it's driving music, it's zoning out music, it's singing along music, and it's, it's, it seems to be, from the feedback, the strongest song on Modi, and it sounds like an intro as well, so it's num- actually number one on Modi. Um, King is a more, King is a harder, it's melodic in the chorus, in the hook, but it's the hard, it's, it's harder in rap content. Um, King is basically talking about how I see myself in the future in music, and not so much as being the king of rap or, or, or you know running this or running that, but the king in my world and the king of what I do compared to where I came from and how I wasn't supposed to make it to where I even am at this moment. Uh, so that's my two tracks, King. Keep loving me. Your number one source for hip-hop without all the, uh, well, politics. Yo, 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 what's going on? This is C. Poe, and right now I'm politicking with Poe on Poe Politicking. Summertime breeze, feeling so good. I'm living life free, they can't catch up. I never break a heart, I can't patch up. Could that bitch come and she'll catch up, man? And I'm just creeping for the weekend, though. I need a red bottom killer that could keep a stroll. And every where she wanna go is where we need to go. Keep the conversation on the need to know, keep control. Let's take a slow, let's ride it out. Trying to put me in that box before I'm climbing out. Trying to fit me in that box before I'm not a square. I'm a young black entrepreneur, will soon to be a millionaire. Summertime's where I find that. Peace of mind to recline back. Am I aid and I'm flying back? Dirty jersey where I'm at. Thinking about where I started from and I'm thanking God for where I'm at. Top of the world where I climax. When I tweeted out, they respond back like, I need, 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 I need
you, you, to keep loving me like you do. I need, ooh, I need you, you, to keep loving me. I need a bad bitch with me with the top drop down and I'm doing 50 with the cops knocked down. I need, I need you, you, to keep loving me like you do. On. I'm not the one to be slept on, so ride with us to get stepped on and left wrong. I grew up around some hood niggas, some bad niggas, some good niggas, some go ahead, I wish you would niggas, some suburban wood niggas, some old niggas, some cold niggas, some go to class on the road niggas, some selling crack with that dough niggas, but I never try to follow around no nigga. I'm me nigga, no shame, small circle, no lanes, ride around in that no name with that bad bitch in my own lane. I need, I need you. Keep loving me like you do. I need, ooh, I need you, you to keep loving me. I need a bad bitch with me with the top drop down, and I'm doing 50 with the cops knocking down. I need, I need you, you to keep loving me like you do. Killing the game. That's why I'm sipping champagne. 
okay, I'm headed for the top, stay the fuck out my way, I told them all before to prepare for my reign, now I'm about to be king. That's why I'm sick of champagne. 150 grand out my pants for the come up. So I need over a meal for the deal that they drum up. White sand in the summer. There's a party on the beach with a Barbadian mermaid, a saltwater freak. Mariana of the week. Got the seppies on the feet. Something wicked on the lips. True religion on the hips. Giving me the higher learning. I feel like Professor Fifth. Better yet, Professor Flips. Always doubling my grip. Huh? I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, you should know by now too. <laughs> you see, I've been known. Okay. They gotta throw their fall. <laughs> nah. Okay, okay, okay. Throw their fall okay. now. Not celebrating yet, but uh, now you know. That's why I'm sipping champagne.